how we doing? It's your boy Mike in the studio tonight, Friday. Can we keep it real? Checking out some sports. We're going to jump into... I figured this might be nice. A lot of Patriot fans are young. A lot of Patriot fans don't realize, you know, who Belichick was, where he came from before. So we're going to look into him and the Cleveland Browns and how they got to where they are now. Thank you for listening to the Can We Keep It Real podcast. If you want to appear as a special guest on our podcast, hit me up at CanWeKeepItReal40 at gmail.com. You can listen us. You can listen to me at the Anchor platform, Anchor.fm slash Can We Keep It Real, or you could just ask Siri to open the Can We Keep It Real podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with some more on Bill Belichick. When Bill Belichick took over the Cleveland Browns at 38 years old, he became the youngest quarterback to take over an NFL franchise. His resume at the time was outstanding. People were looking at him as one of the best defensive minds of football. He was defensive coordinator with the Giants. The guy just knew football. Belichick ended up coming over from the New York Giants that just won a friggin' Super Bowl with Parcells as the head coach. Lawrence Taylor, Phil Simms, like there's some Hall of Fame names coming out of that organization. But when Bill Belichick sat down with Art Modell, he said, this is how you win championships. This is the formula that I want to use. We need to crunch the numbers and figure out what we need to do. I think Art Modell was totally blown away at that point of the interview by the information that Belichick had, what he wanted to bring to the Cleveland Browns. Before Belichick, the Browns were one of NFL's bedrock franchises. Like, they needed a plan to turn it over. The Browns franchise was founded and built by Paul Brown. Won championships with players like Otto Graham and Jim Brown. In the 1980s, the Cleveland Browns made it to the playoffs seven times, but failed to make it to the Super Bowl. Some of the old-timers will remember the heartbreaking moments of the Browns with the feet that crushed them. There was the Red Right 88. They did the drive and it fumbled. Before Bill Belichick came to the Cleveland Browns, they were 3-13. But I bet when people heard Bill Belichick was taking over, they had a new passion, figured a way to rejuvenate, to recreate the team. When Belichick came in, he really put people to work. He wanted to go over every single player, attributes, speeds, what they can contribute to the team. That was going to be a lot of work for Brown's organization in a short period of time. And we also got to get ready for the upcoming season. People around Belichick at the time said he was meticulous. He was... He was very dedicated, and you could pretty much tell how he was planning to run this friggin' organization. One of the best players of the game, Ozzie Newsome of the Browns. Bill wanted him to continue to play, but I think Ozzie at that time was ready to take his own step into his future. But Bill did not want Ozzie to leave. So Ozzie Newsome becomes coach along with Belichick, assistant coach, to go over defense, scout, seeing what's going on with the team, seeing what they could do, what they could do better, what they shouldn't do. 
I mean, Newsom was just one person that, that Belichick was trying to use that helped the Browns organization around his tenure there. While Belichick was in Cleveland, his staff, which would then produce, like, I think, nine friggin' head coaches and general managers throughout the NFL, three became great head coaches at successful college programs around the country. Nick Saber is another one that went on to be a great college coach and is still a great college coach and will always be a Belichick disciple and a great friend. But with one step at a time, Belichick starts to put the pieces for his foundation. He's going to finally execute the plan that he brought to the Cleveland Browns. Or will it be a colossal failure? Mike Lombardi, Nick Saban, Belichick, like them are some of the greatest minds in the game that he organized for the Cleveland Browns. Ozzie Newsome. Belichick had no problem filling his staff with young coaches that really had hardly any and all experience. But you'll come on to realize that that's the Belichick way and that would go on to be the Belichick way. And everybody Bill Belichick put on his coaching staff, he was looking for a little bit of him inside every player. And Bill Belichick eventually found a little bit of him inside every player, every coach that was in that organization. We all know Bill Belichick is not the type of coach to make any kind of promises to anybody. He's going to put you in a position. He's going to make you earn your stripes on that field. And he's never going to change. Never going to sway either way. A lot of the coaches that you've seen throughout the years, Belichick has had in Cleveland. Even his former defensive coach and then nemesis, Eric Mangini. Cleveland Browns organization didn't really have a lot of money. They had coaches and players that were doing dual duties, landscaping, whatever you had to do to help the team out. One thing you did learn in Cleveland was how to stretch a dollar. Bill Belichick to his coaches, you don't need nothing where you live. You're always going to be in the stadium. You're not going to need food. You're not going to need heat there. Eric Mangini wanted to actually get cable. And one of the other coaches was like, Cable, we don't have enough money for a sandwich. You want us to get cable. But they were never going to be there. But they said being right on top of the airport, you can always hear the planes come. So I had no problem getting up and heading to work. Anybody that ever worked with Bill Belichick, as long as he's been a coach, will tell you that there hasn't been anybody that ever worked any harder than Bill Belichick as being a coach. Scouting, driving to players' houses up late, doing this, doing that, preparing his team. And we see now that Belichick is the head coach of the New England Patriots and how much success he has. How can you say anybody works harder? Bill Belichick would watch more film. He would set his tone, his intensity, his drive, his desire. He would make an example on everyone else in the organization. One of Belichick's secretaries would say he was always working. He'll be on the exercise bike, eating, watching film. Multitasking was something this guy was very, very good at. Assistant coaches knew if Belichick asked you a question, you better be on point. You better have all your friggin' answers ready, your ducks in line, your I's, T's crossed. Because 
he already knows the answer. You know if he's asking you, he already done his homework. Phil Savage tells a story how Bill Belichick came in and this is how I want it, this is how I want it done. And Bill Belichick was like, I already broke him down on film. I already knew what he needed to do. Savage didn't think he was ever going to sleep again. Belichick's going over one play, splits, the running back out, tight end, wide receiver, this, that. Phil Savage is like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. I am never going to be able to sleep ever again. Phil Savage said they spent 20 to 30 minutes on one play. Formations, the way the guys moved their head, everything had a different message. When the 1995 season approached, the Browns had a contract in hand. They were no longer going to be the Cleveland Browns. They were going to be the Baltimore Browns. You are listening to Can We Keep It Real? Available on Android, Apple and the Anchor FM app. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with more Bill Belichick. With five years after leaving Cleveland, the Browns, the former Browns, won a Super Bowl as the Baltimore Ravens. At that time, the Ravens, coached by Coach Billicks, but I think Cleveland would have rather seen the Steelers win more Super Bowls than, than the Ravens. How long have Cleveland been trying to get a Super Bowl? Cleveland fans must have been irate. How long were Cleveland fans waiting for a Super Bowl? Then five years after, Baltimore, which is the Cleveland Browns, win a Super Bowl? When the Browns finally left town, they left their head coach there. Belichick was fired in February. Mike Lombardi, Belichick's right-hand man, he stepped down a week later. Phil Savage, Scott Pioli. Eric Mangini and Jim Schwartz all exchanged brown for purple and became Ravens just like that. What really I think hurt Cleveland Browns fan is the way that the Ravens won the Super Bowl and the foundation, the architecture that was put together for that Super Bowl. Five years prior to winning the Super Bowl, Ozzie Newsom is now a GM. In his first draft, is Ozzy going to learn the lessons he learned in Cleveland from Bill Belichick and things he learned along the way? Is he going to lay the groundwork for a Super Bowl? Ozzy Newsom's looking at the board and he's like, I want to go with this guy, but I want to go with this guy. And then he heard a voice in his head. It was Coach Belichick saying, Ozzy, stick with the board. So he ended up calling Jonathan Ago. The Ravens take Ogden, but now they have another first-round pick. The pick they got a year earlier. They got that pick when they were still the Cleveland Browns. So who do they take with that other pick that Belichick got them? They end up taking Ray Rice. They traded away the pick the year before, which is that's how they ended up with the pick for Lewis. They had Lewis, so they picked Ray Lewis. I mean, like I tell people about the NFL drafts, like that shit is all predetermined. The Ray Lewis pick, that pick was already done way in advance. 
Art Modell welcomes Ray Lewis to the Baltimore Ravens, which he only had to compete against four other linebackers. Baltimore may have built that thing, but or may have picked it up, and maybe you know Ray Lewis, Ray Rice put the team together. Ogden, but that deal, that deal was put together in Cleveland because of Bill Belichick. That's how he would build the greatest defense. When Ozzie got over to Baltimore, he continued to practice what he learned off Bill Belichick, doing it that way. Ozzie Newsom will tell you in 2000, the success he had, he owes it to Bill Belichick. And we all know what happens after he was fired from Cleveland. He joins Bill Parcells as the defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Now, who was in 1995 when the Cleveland Browns made the playoffs? They beat the New England Patriots. So Belichick beat Parcells and knocked the Patriots out of the playoffs that year. Four years later, he's the head coach of the New England Patriots. After writing his resignation on a napkin to the New York Jets. And who did he bring on to help him make the Patriots a winning organization? Well, he looked back to his days in Cleveland. And he brought them hearts and minds along with him. Belichick knew that people he brought over and from Cleveland were going to be beneficial for him to build this New England Patriots organization. The first thing them coaches and Belichick did was actually spend a lot of time what went wrong in Cleveland. What they did in Cleveland, what they didn't do in Cleveland, what they should have did in Cleveland, what they couldn't do in Cleveland. Scott Pioli said there was a lot of learning from the Cleveland experience. Scott Pioli went over there to New England with him. Eric Mangini joined him over in New England. Lombardi eventually joined him in New England. Now Bill's using the same blueprint that he had in Cleveland with the opportunity to see it through. Well, it finally happened in New England. The plan that Belichick started with the Cleveland Browns, he finally was able to carry out with the Patriots. The Patriots are Super Bowl champions after beating the Rams. Belichick jumps on the field in joy knowing that this was a long, hot battle that he started a long time ago. Bill Belichick, what can you say? Every decision he makes, everything he does, is with the intent to win. We may not all agree on Belichick's decisions, on how he goes about the game, and how he keeps Malcolm Butler out the game, but he does it with the intentions to win. I'll always call him Stubborn Bill. Belichick went on to say that one of the things that he learned from Cleveland that there's things that there's things that affect the team that happen off the field, and it ends up affecting what happens on the field. You could try to cover all your schemes, cover all your your plays, cover everything you got to do, but there's things that happen outside of schemes that you really can't help. And now we all know Belichick is a five-time Super Bowl world champion.